Hey everybody, welcome back to Stuff You Don't Need to Know. This is Jay, and this week I'm going to be taking a look at a Netflix series. But the uh, the funny thing is, though, it's it's it, you know they bill it as an original Netflix series, but this is really uh, a series that comes from British TV. Um, you know, it would be like if you turned on Netflix to watch Friends or The Office, and they were like a Netflix original series, The Office. No. I mean, this was done somewhere else, you know, this is a British TV show that Netflix picked up and is just like, you know, yeah, it's our show too now, but that doesn't really matter because this, this show is hilarious. Uh, Derry Girls, it's called D-E-R-R-Y. When I first heard it, like, and I heard it from my daughter, Diana, you know, she was the one that actually, uh, that actually got me into this show. Uh, when she first said it, I was like, Derry Girls, like girls on a dairy farm i don't get no dairy as in dairy northern ireland or london dairy depending upon your persuasion as they say in the show and this is a hysterical show because it takes a look at uh, a group of friends uh who are growing up in dairy northern ireland during um a time period in the 90s which was known as the troubles which was basically all the tension between the catholics and the protestants uh this this series takes place pretty much towards the end of it and um two seasons are out already and a third season is in production one of the things that's really wonderful about this show is each each season is six episodes long each episode is clocks in in just under a half hour you can binge this easily in an afternoon and you're going to want to because like i said this show is hysterical it's a situation comedy uh it's got a lot of dark comedy in it um and like I said, it follows these group of friends and just the trouble they get into, it, you know, living in Northern Ireland. One thing I will say, though, especially if you're not used to Irish accents, subtitles. Please put subtitles up. Uh, first season, it's not too bad. You, you could really follow it along. But Diana warned me. And yeah, the second season, they are talking a mile a minute. And uh, yeah, subtitles really, really help. Uh, also have a, a, an Irish slang dictionary handy because they do throw a lot of Irish slang in there. Some of it you could pick up by context, but some of the stuff I did have to look up. But listen, all in all, this show is really great fun. Um, not for the kids, though. Don't let the kids watch it. Uh, just, you know. A lot of cursing and stuff like that, but so who are the Dairy Girls? Well, the main Dairy Girl, uh, or I, I should, well, I should really should say the one that the show revolves around is Erin Quinn, Erin, as they say on the show. Um, she's, I guess, we'll call her the protagonist. Uh, like I said, she lives in uh, Derry, Northern London, uh, with her family, uh, her ma, Ma Mary, as they call her, her dad Jerry, her grandpa Joe, who is played by, and I don't know the actor's name, but if you ever watch Games Game of Thrones, Sir Barristan. I didn't reckon, when I was watching it, I was like, wow, that guy looks familiar. And he's really, really good. And Diana's like, that's Sir Barristan. And I was just like, well, this show just went up a notch because Sir Barristan was a great character on Game of Thrones, died way too soon, but that's Game of Thrones. Uh, but he's there. And, uh, you know, who else is on this show? Well, Erin lives with her cousin Orla, O-R-L-A, Orla, as they say, and her ma, Sarah, who is Erin's uh, aunt. Uh, they have a good friend, Michelle. Uh, a good friend named Claire, and then Michelle has a cousin 
by the name of James. Now, the story with James is is his mother was from Derry. Uh, she went. She got pregnant with James. She went to England to get an abortion. Decided not to get an abortion. Uh, and now, uh, at the age of sixteen, or well, James is at the age of sixteen, not James's mother. Uh, and when James turned sixteen, she decided that she was going to divorce her father. So she traveled back to Northern Ireland. Pretty much dumped James off with Michelle and her family. And split. Yeah, James's mom is not the most reliable person out there, but that's quite all right. Now, here's the thing. James is a dairy girl, okay? You know, I don't care what anybody says. I mean, from the get-go, you know, he is a dairy girl. Now, the girls all go to, and I'm including James, the girls all go to an all-girls Catholic school there in Northern Ireland. The reason James goes there is he was supposed to go to the boys' school, but since he is British, meaning, you know, you know that he's Protestant, well, he's not really Protestant, he's Catholic, but he'd be looked upon as a Protestant or, you know, as a Unionist, basically, um, he was going to get beaten up. <laughs> So, you know, he's he's just there. He is the only boy in this school, but he just fits in as one of the girls. Uh, first episode is very hysterical because throughout the entire episode, with all the stuff going on, all James wants to do is go to the bathroom. There are no boys' bathrooms there. This is an all-girls school. You know, he's asking to use the bathroom, and he's being denied. At one point, he asks the head nun, Sister Michael, uh, he asks her, he's like, well, you know, He's like, is there a bath? Is there a boys' bathroom? She's like, no. He's like, can I use the faculty bathroom? She's like, no. And he's like, can I just go in the girls' bathroom? She's like, no, you pervert. Um, I mean, th- that's what this is. Is is the girls just get into situation after situation? You know, it's not a continuous story at all. Uh, it's just hilarious situation after hilarious situation, and you know, it's it's just this group of girls growing up really with a lot of tension all around them and by the end of season two the resolution of all that tension like i said the struggle between the catholics and the protestants i mean the the dynamic this this friendship dynamic that they have is incredible erin i guess we'll call her the default leader she sees herself as like an artist uh you know very edgy nobody understands her and uh you know she she considers herself to be kind of avant-garde and whatnot and the funny thing is is the way she talks and the way she acts she clearly is not and she clearly has no idea you know what it really means to kind of be edgy or an artist or a tortured soul or anything like that i mean she really fancies herself it but the thing is is we see throughout the show in little snippets um especially when orla gets a hold of her diary and reads it and then memorizes it and starts quoting it when you actually hear Aaron's writings they are very good actually they're very good they're very deep Except in one episode, which was pretty much a play on Dead Poets Society, where a new poetry teacher comes into comes into the girls' academy, and she's going to shake things up, and, uh, you know, she reads one of Aaron's poems, and it's just like, this is pure garbage, you know, you gotta reach more. You know, she really does inspire Erin uh, in this show, but like I said, it's... It's kind of a spoof or a send-up of uh, Dead Poet Society, wherein in the film, you know, Robin Williams really reaches out and he 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 touches these kids and influences them and affects them, uh, you know. And of course, because of that, uh, you know, a tragedy does happen and he is he is then fired. In this one, 
after two days, it appears that um, the teacher is fired. So the girls decide to hold Sister Michael's favorite Catholic relic. It's a, a, a statue of the infant Jesus. They're going to hold it hostage. Uh, of course, they, they boff the whole thing up. And they learn that, you know, the teacher wasn't fired. She just got a better paying job. And when she reveals this, Erin is sort of like, you know, she's like, yeah, what about all this talk about, you know, like reaching for your soul and, 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 you know, living in the moment and this and that. And the teacher's just like, I'm trying to buy a house and the mortgage rates are killing me. You know, it's, it's like she was in it for the money. I mean, it's, it's, I mean, this is what this show is all about. Um, like I said, the dynamic is incredible. You know, Erin, like I said, she just sees herself as this tortured soul, this, this, this artist. Claire is neurotic. You know, she's neurotic about everything. She's obsessed with, you know, getting good grades and doing the right things. Um, and we find out halfway through the show uh, in an episode where Aaron actually takes over the school newspaper and has absolutely nothing to write about. So they go to the suggestion box and there's a beautiful essay in there that one of the girls in the school submitted basically coming out as a lesbian. And Aaron feels that this is a story that needs to be told. Claire doesn't want to do it because she reveals later on it was actually her. You know, Claire is the lesbian. Um, Claire is absolutely adorable. And, you know, it's just when she's freaking out and, and, and just worried about them getting in trouble, that's really just when she's at her best. Michelle. Michelle is a party girl. Uh, she loves to party. She loves to drink. She loves boys. She loves to do things with boys, let's just say. Or, or she talks about it a lot. Um, you know, there's a whole thing when they talk about... Uh, they go, they go to this event called uh, Buddies, Acar- Buddies Across the Barricades, uh, basically bringing uh, the Catholic girls together with the Protestant boys. Okay, first of all, mixing high school girls and high school boys, you're asking for trouble. And especially when one group is Catholic and the other group is Protestant and there's a lot of tension there, you're really asking for trouble. Um, and the thing is, is before they go, Ma Mary, you know, who is Aaron's mother and who just has her eye on these girls like a hawk, knows they're going to get in trouble. I mean, every episode, that's really what it is. She knows these girls are going to get in trouble. She warns Aaron constantly, but, you know, they just get into trouble. She's like, you know, she says before they leave for this event, she's like, you know, I don't want you, you know, get into any trouble with these with these Protestant boys, you know, and they're like, of course not, you know, and as soon as they leave, you know, Aaron, uh, I'm sorry, Michelle is just like, you know, I'm going to ride me a Protestant boy. That's just how she talks. Um, She's definitely a big time troublemaker. Um, She's always trying to pull a scam one way or another. Uh, There's a prom episode where the girls are going to go out and buy dresses. Uh, Michelle steals her mother's credit card. And they're like, you know, Michelle, you're going to get into huge trouble. She's like, no, no, no. This is what we're going to do. We're going to buy them, not remove the tags, wear them, return them the next day. My mother will never know the difference. She then spends the rest of the dance running out, running around, telling her friends not to sweat, not to do this, not to eat, not to drink. Because if the dresses get stained, she's in big trouble. Um... Orla, Aaron's cousin, she's a space case. You know, she's out there. She's kind of like the Luna Lovegood of of this group. Uh, she definitely has a different look outlook on things. Um, and just some of the things she says and does is absolutely amazing. She has a very ethereal type voice. She has a very ethereal type presence. Um, out of all the girls, she's probably the most friendliest with uh, friendliest towards James and we're going to get we're going to get to that in a second. Um 
like I said, she she lives with Aaron and, and her family. Uh, her mother, Sarah, who is Ma Mary's uh, sister, uh, is just as spacey as she is. I mean, it is it is hysterical. Uh, one of the best Orla episodes is, is uh, Orla discovers she's very, very good at doing step aerobics. So much so that her and her mother are convinced that she can go pro, even though they have no idea what it is and nobody has any idea what going pro as a, ro- as a step, doing step aerobics is. Um, a lot of things happen in this episode, but one of them is the fact that there is a talent show, and that's one of the things throughout the show is um, they have little, I guess during morning announcements and, th- and things like that, there's this girl by the name of Jenny Jones who's sort of like, you know, she's the nerd. Uh, you know, she's the know-it-all, she's the tattletale, um, she runs, like, a lot of the school clubs and everything, and usually during morning announcements, she loves to, like, sing a little song or do a little skit, which Sister Michael just tolerates barely. Uh, one of the things that's funny is during this talent show is, uh, Jenny and her friends, I don't know, they, they sing some doo-wop song from the 50s, and when they, and when they're finished, uh, Sister Michael comes out to introduce the next act, and she goes... And she says, you know, sitting backstage and hearing these cover versions of the songs, it makes me realize just how talented the other people are that were that originally sang these songs. Um, That's just Sister Michael for you. We'll get to her in a minute. But like I said, uh, there's a talent show. So Orla decides to do step aerobics as her talent because she's so great at it, she can go pro. Uh, Of course, you know, the whole school starts to laugh at her. Uh, And in this episode, a few things happen that kind of break up the group a little bit. There's little different factions and everything, but they all come together in the end to support Orla because that's her friend and they love her dearly. The last dairy girl, of course, is James. And James is a dairy girl. I mean, he pretty much follows them around. Yes, he is Michelle's cousin, but you know, he's a member of the group, so much so that in the season finale of episode two, it looks like he's going to go back home with his mother. His mother shows up, uh, you know, you can clearly tell she's not the most reliable person, but she wants James to come back to England with her. And James is really like, why not? You know, I don't like it here. I don't fit in. None of you like me. You, I mean, they do. They mock him. They tease him. The entire series they do. But in the end, he realizes after being confronted by Michelle, you know, who Michelle gives him the most crap. You know, this is her cousin. I mean, she trashes him the most. And she kind of says the reason she does it is because she loves him. You know, he's her cousin and she really, really loves him. And she she tells him, you're a dairy girl, you know, and if you leave, you'll regret it. And spoiler alert. James doesn't leave. He actually comes back at the end. Uh, he sees the girls, and this is uh, pretty much just when the peace accord was struck between uh, the Protestants and the Catholics, and Bill Clinton came over. He was president at the time. He came over uh, to tour Northern Ireland, and he actually went to Derry uh, to give a speech, and the girls uh, were saddened with James's departure, but when he does return and screams uh, out to them, I am a Derry girl, um, they forget all about the president and Hillary Clinton and Chelsea, who they had written a letter to a few months back saying that when she comes over to Ireland, she should hang out with them because they're so cool. And the water park just got a new tidal wave machine. It didn't happen. Chelsea didn't show up. Um, but James, James is absolutely incredible. I would say he and Aaron are my two favorite dairy girls. Uh, but you'll love them all if you watch this show. 
One of my favorite James episodes is the prom episode where all the girls are so excited to go to the prom and James declares that he is not going to the prom. Uh, Michelle says, yes, that's because you're going to your creep convention, which is actually a Doctor Who convention, which he says, you know, I used to watch it with my stepdad, you know, and I really, really like it. It's not a creep convention. Um, In this episode, Aaron sees an ex-boyfriend, and that is really a loose term. Uh, It was a boy that she had kissed, and that's really about it, but she's been obsessed with ever since. Um, He breaks up with his girlfriend, who's a model, or as Aaron says, well, she's done some modeling. Um, Aaron kind of talks her way into getting a date with this boy. I think his name was David. Doesn't really matter. Uh, into getting a date for the prom. I mean, she really, really talks it up. He kind of sort of says yes. She goes out. She gets a dress. She gets ready. And, you know, this scene, is, like I said, it's it's... Aaron and James are my favorite, and this is probably one of my favorite scenes where the rest of the girls go. Uh, Orla takes Grandpa Joe, which is absolutely amazing. Um, Claire goes with another girl. Uh, she was originally going to go with Aaron, but, you know, Aaron found a boy. Um, and Michelle is just going to... Michelle actually goes with two different dates, uh, and she tries to keep them apart. Pretty, pretty funny. But Aaron is sitting there. She's sitting there with Ma Mary and, 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 and the entire family waiting. You know, he'll pick me up at 7. The clock says 7, then 7.30, then 8, then 8.30. And poor Aaron, she just says, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to change. And Ma Mary's like, no, give it another minute. And she's like, no, I'm going to go change. And as she's making her way up the stairs, there's a knock on the door. And there's James uh, with his Doctor Who scarf on. Uh, I don't know which Doctor it is. I'm not a Doctor Who fan. Uh, but he's dressed like one of the Doctors. And, uh, you know, he says, your ma called, and, and I'd be more than happy to take you to the dance. And they end up going and having a great time. This is really, really a good show. Like I said, it's the comedy is, is hysterical. Um, you know... Even if you don't really know much about the Troubles as they were known, you'll pick up on it. And like I said, yeah, they do throw a lot of Irish and British slang in there. But a lot of it you can get by context, and Google's always a great help for that. Um, The other characters are absolutely amazing. Uh, Sir Barristan as Grandpa Joe. I'll just call him Sir Barristan. Uh, He gives Jerry, who is the dad, he gives him a hard time constantly i mean it's he's pretty much like telling his what he's telling his uh, daughter like divorce this guy already just leave him you know we're better off without him um but at the end of episode i'm sorry at the end of season one um they see on the tv um and i don't know the exact event but um there really hadn't been a lot of violence going on in northern ireland um especially in the Derry area you know, really for some time, you know, I mean, there's tensions, there's tension between, you know, the Catholics and the Protestants, but no real violence. Uh, and at the end of, um, at the end of season one, uh, the family is gathered around as the girls are off doing something crazy, of course. Um, you know, they gather around the TV to see about, uh, a bombing that did take place. Uh, it was an actual event and, uh, you know, Joe kind of puts his hand on Jerry's shoulder, sort of like, you know, everything's going to be okay. And then at the start of season two, he's back to giving him crap all over again because that's just how it is. Definitely, definitely check this show out. I mean, it's hysterical. It's, you'll, you'll love it. I mean, it has a high rewatch value. I watch it over and over. I watch clips on it. Um, and especially, 
if you went to Catholic school or if you are Catholic, because there's a lot of Catholic humor in there, especially with Sister Michael, uh, who is sort of the head of the school that the girls go to. Great Sister Michael scene. Uh, she comes into the school newspaper. Uh, the girl that was the editor, something happened. Uh, she's sick. She's hurt. She won't be coming back to school. So Sister Michael is there to tell him that. And she's, you know, saying, you know, you know, obviously, you know, so-and-so is not going to be coming back to school. So there's really only, only one thing that we can do. And one of the girls says, pray for her. And Sister Michael's like, no, what will we do that for? She's like, we got to pick a new editor. <laughs> That's Sister Michael. Sister Michael is a very practical Catholic, I call it. I mean, she's a Catholic. She believes. She doesn't go for any nonsense, especially from the girls. Uh, there is not really a recurring character. Uh, he appears in two episodes, uh, and that's Father Peter. Father Peter is a priest. He's a priest from the Free State or the Republic of Ireland uh, who comes in there with kind of some hippy-dippy ideas. And, I mean, Sister Michael must roll her eyes about a 100 times in that episode and say, sweet Jesus. Um, that's just who Sister Michael is. I mean, all in all, this is a great show. You should definitely check check it out they are in production for the third season i cannot wait um like i said each season has six episodes each episode's about a half hour long and each time like as each episode would kind of unfurl i would be like okay is this going to kind of be like a week episode there are no week episodes they are all great episodes definitely definitely check it out guys thanks for listening do me a favor head on over to instagram stuff you don't need to know podcast is there i post pictures about the stuff i talk about and uh you know some other content this is jay and i will talk to you guys later